So hi there and welcome to the In The Saddle podcast. My name is Jesse Fidgen and I'm joined by the usual Chris Loader and Mark Ryhorski. We're missing Paul this week, so we've switched him out for Mark who decided to go missing last week. So 100% attendance for Chris and I. Um, speaking of attendance last week, great work on the place market for um, Chris last week with Yukon Glen Hala Hala Athmani and Fox's Tales while Paul's tipped Hurricane Ivor uh, took top spot. So we're looking for a similar again this weekend. And Mark, since you're back as well, you know, we're hoping you're coming back with some fresh ideas and some hot tips there for us. How are you guys feeling about the weekend ahead? I'm I'm good, Jessica. Um, I was missing in action last weekend. I think the best thing we want to do here, Jessica, is I want you to tell everyone what your nap is this weekend. What's the horse that you want to back this weekend? Let's get out of here before, before Loader. What's the one you everyone has to be on? Um, it's probably a, a very aptly named Your Hires um, at the New Market Bet365 Cambridgeshire Handicap. It's the that Sunday, or Saturday, should I say, at 3.40. Um, currently tipped at 66 to 1. It's in a, I think it's a 30 horse race at the moment. So it's anybody's game, but I just kind of like the look of this horse. And uh, we'll see if, if, if Chris agrees me on this one once we once we move on down the line. Yeah, we did, we did have a, a group chat today. We're all pretty sweet on it, but... Listen, credit where it's due. Crystal did start the chain on this one. You're keen, Chris, aren't you? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have to, to get into the, the full examination a little bit later on. But, uh, yeah, not not don't normally get excited for, for, for many horses, but this one, I think it's got a good each-way chance, but we'll talk about I'm it I'm getting a flashback here to Just Frank last week, which Chris got exceptionally excited about. And Just Frank, what was it, sniper in the stands for you, Chris? Yeah, I just think uh, he got out on the wrong side of bed. Let's put it like that. We'll forgive you. And we'll forgive Mark for going missing last week as well. So we will. Um, once he once he, he gives us some, some winners this week. Uh, we'll kick it off then. So it's Saturday the 25th of September. We'll be looking ac- across six races. Starting off with Newmarket, the 150 Judmont Royal Lodge Stakes. It's a group two race with seven runners. Mark, who are you looking at? I think this race is... Uh... Pretty straightforward. Um, I quite like, pretty sure. Are we looking at Royal Patronage here in this race? Well, I'm not actually knowing what, what price this one is at the moment. Um, you'd imagine Early it's probably going to go ten to three on the sports book. You know, I think that's a, I think that's a fair price. Um, I think this horse is more than capable um, of winning here. I don't think this is that strong a group two. Um, impressed at the last twice. The form to me looks solid. I think the, the form at Epsom, especially for Fakleda like that, but form absolutely hacked up last time at York at 25 to one outside of the field. I think it's going to be straightforward. I think this one's going to go to the front. It's going to be diff- difficult to peg back. I think 100 to 30 is a fair price as well. This could easily go off around two to one, seven to four in the day. And whatever you think about that, Chris? Yeah, I can see Mark's case, you know, he, he didn't deserve to be his um, price tag his um his sp when he uh won at york last time out and that format actually has been boosted um Char- i know charlie appleby's horse came out and won at doncaster since so there is um some uh, good form lines there uh, steps up and trip to a mile that shouldn't be a problem either yeah i thought it was quite a trappy race and sometimes i've looking i was looking at the role of honor for this race there has been a few scalps over the years and i was just going to give a chance small stakes on seattle king for rafe beckett now, um, we, me and Mark, I think we both fancied this one uh, when he ran at Newbury last time in the Denford Stakes. It was a little bit disappointing that day. But that form has been boosted by 
Bayside boy who uh, who um, was a surprise winner of the Champagne Stakes. Nascala obviously won that race, and Seattle King would have to uh, reverse the form. But Rafe Beckett, I always like his horses at this time of year. He's a trainer that I always associate that does well in the autumn. And I just wonder if Andrew Bolden's horses have slightly peaked. I was looking at his stats earlier, and this month has been his quietest month for, for quite some time. And I just wonder if Mascara there could be got at, at the top of the market, you know, and he's done all his best form for the year, even though we've only seen him uh, four times. I just wonder, possibly... Yeah, I think the juvenile form is as much of a much. And I just think Seattle King, there's a bit more potential in there. And with that first-time visor being applied, I think if that just sparks out a bit of improvement, and I, th- and that, and I think the step-up and trip will help as well, I just think he, he might be able to reverse that form and at a price. I think he's worth uh, taking him on. Great stuff. So that's Mark with Royal Patronage and Chris with Seattle King. Next up, we have the 225 Judmont Chevely Park Stakes Group 1 with 13 runners. Chris, back to you. Who are you looking at here? Yeah, I hate to be boring, but I think the favourite, the Irish Raider, Sacred Bridge for Colin Keane and Jay Lyons is a really exciting filly. Won that at Group 3 last time. They're on Tower Stakes at the car. Very easily last time out Joe Lines has been in cracking form they had a, a really good um, Irish Champions weekend meeting a couple of weeks ago um, I think she's a very special filly that could be really going places uh, Sandrine and Zane Claudette is the pick of the British form probably slight preference for Zane Claudette but I do think uh, Sacred Bridge here could be quite hard to beat and Mark you're definitely not going to agree on this one that's something that I can definitely predict from this who are you looking at Unfortunately, I'm I'm with with Lucky Loaders here. Um, I think Sacred Bridge. I think very impressive last time. I think she's a proper Group One filly, um, and I do have an eye for the fillies, um, especially the the Group One ones. Um, I remember I did put a cheeky tweet about this one when she hacked up last time at the Curra. I think she's going to be very very difficult to beat here. Um, I don't think there's anything special in this race. I think it's going to be another. I think it's going to be five out of five for Sacred Bridge here, and then moving on to be interested to see what price she is in the guineas for next season. Um, I think she, she could be quite short in the betting, but I think she's very difficult to be here at Sacred Bridge. I think Mark's just trying to make up with you here, Chris, a bit siding with you. You should have seen the look on my face there when Mark actually did agree with Chris for once, because usually is are about at odds and ends. It's a good sign, though. This, this <laughs> is a good sign, though, isn't it? Teamwork and make the dream work, kids. Okay. With that, <laughs> we'll move on to the 3 p.m. Judmont Middle Park Stakes. It's a group one race with 10 runners. Chris, who are you looking at here? Yeah, there wasn't really anything that was getting me off my seat. Obviously, perfect power has strong form claims, but that form was let down today. Um, Andre Fab, um, his trident ran today at Newmarket and was slightly disappointing, you have to say. Oh, I was going to take a, a chance on one here at a big price. He- HMS Endeavour for Aiden O'Brien and Ryan Moore. Aiden O'Brien, by his standards, has had a very quiet season, but they always seem to come good at this time of year. And I've just noticed that his yard, the yard form has been picking up. They've had quite a good list now. Seen some of their juveniles um, have started to um, to hit the frame and they've started to win. Their, their form has really picked up in the last few weeks after a really disappointing summer. This HMS Endeavour's lightly raced, um, won his last two starts, lovely pedigree warfront by um out of uh, lady eli who was a, a grade one winner herself over in the u.s so plenty of potential he's showing plenty of speed reminds me a little bit of 10 sovereigns that uh, won the july 
um, cup stakes a, a couple of years ago. You know, I, I just think that uh, that this horse is a big price, and there could be a lot more potential to climb up with the yard being in much better form. And that, like I said, I think I think the, the horses at the top of the market they're slightly vulnerable, or we know their limitations. I don't think they can improve that much. Whereas uh, my selection, MHS Endeavour, has got that scope for maybe a little bit more improvement. Yeah, interesting at the price that it's at the moment. Another um, runner here, Katora, um, massive market mover there from 20 to 1 half down to 9 to 1. Any thoughts on, on this? Yeah, possibly. Um, it is a little bit exposed, uh, in my opinion. Um, we, we know you, never, quite... you never know when uh, Adam Kirby is always one to take note of when any of his horses get bet, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And Clive Cox does have a good record in this race he won it with supremacy last year um it's the type of horse he does well with um apart from that blip at goodwood you have to say that um yeah it's been very good but i just like say i i, I don't know how much more there is to come from katura who i just thought got the the the, the race to suit um last time out at doncaster it's, it's, just, it's just these form lines especially with the colts this year that I don't think there's been too many standouts where we're not sitting there, apart from Native Trail, who won the, the Vincent O'Brien stakes at the car a couple of weeks ago. I don't think the, the Colts this year is, is that strong. We've seen them all kind of um, beat each other, if that makes sense. It's like someone's turn every week. And Katura, yeah, you you got to say he is probably a big price in the context of this race. Um, you couldn't rule him out, but I I don't know. If you, if you fancy him, I wouldn't put you off him. Uh, but for me, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't back him. Maybe a decent show on the each way market. What about you? What are you thinking, Mark? Yeah, it looks like that that selection there. It does the each way thieves have came for that one early because the price was out of line. But I'm quite keen on Asmatic. Um, it's metric. The one it's actually got a form line with the one that Chris was talking about. It's a perfect power. I just make sure I've got the right pronunciation there. I'm quite keen on this one. Just think I'm looking at the form lines just now. I think the, the run behind LaSalle is good form. And I think back on, on the good to firm ground, I think this one's got an outstanding chance. I know LaSalle was disappointing last time out, but it was only beaten four lengths and looked beat after a furlong to me, didn't travel. Um, I think that was a bit of a blip. I think LaSalle's a better horse than, than produced last time out. I think as metric, I mean, I'm not sure what price number two is at the moment. Is it double figures at the moment? Uh, Ace metric is six to one on the sportsbook. Six to one. I'm actually quite surprised. I actually think I was expecting bigger. Um, that'd be an each way selection for me, but I'd be hoping for a bigger price on the day. Perfect. So that is Mark with Asymmetric and Chris with HMS Endeavour. Now moving on to the 340 Bet365 Cambridgeshire Handicap. It's class two race with 35 runners. This is where we tipped up your hired, Chris. You're hot on this one as well. Mark, are the three of us going for this? This lucky tree? Well, I've already backed it. It's silly prices. Um, I'm on it 80 to 1, seven places. If it does come in, obviously... Lucky Loaders will be on the phone with a scroll of demands about what he wants in return. But yeah, I've backed this one already and I'm, I'm quite keen on another one in this race. See, I can find it because it's such a big race. I, I quite like Donica O'Brien's Zazimus. Uh, Wayne Lorden takes a ride. Um, only a three-year-old and off 94 here. I thought this one did have a bit of a squeak. Um, I think he's sending one over. I think on the better ground. This one could be seen to better effect. Uh, I'm not sure what price this one. I think this one will probably be a price as well. 
Um, it's a 25 to 1 at the moment. 25. I'd be hoping for, big, for bigger. Yeah, I'd be hoping for bigger on the day. I mean, that's that's just the way that the race is priced up right now. Um, probably around a 40 to 1 chance. I'd be, I would have been what I'm hoping for, whereas your hire is an 80 to 1 chance. I'm not really sure how that's been priced up. Um, that looks wrong to me. But I'd imagine on the day, they'd probably be a lot closer in the betting. That'd be the two I'd play against the field. But again, it's an absolute minefield. Um, you could back two, three here. Um, and be out of the placings here. So I'd, I'd be keeping to the minimum stakes here. Um, but again, I, I've backed your hired already, 80 to 1. Backed it a few times, and also Zazamus as well. That'll be one that I'll be betting on a day, hopefully get bigger. For sure. Could be worth a, a little mug bet there, especially 66 to 1 on the sportsbook. And on certain sportsbooks, they're offering six places. So Mark's made his case for your hired. But what about you, Chris? Yeah, well, I'm on with Hyde, but this is where the more detailed analysis will come because he is, he, yeah, he is a he is a big price, um, and I'm just a bit concerned about the draw. Would like to see him drawn high. You want to be drawn high in this race, but the reason I think he's got good chances, he's going to be on much better terms with the favourite Uncle Bryn when they met last time out at Ascot. There wasn't much in it that day, and there was only two pounds uh, in the weights between them. Since Uncle Bryn won that race at Ascot, he's got to carry a penalty, which means that they're gonna be uh, much. Uh, there's gonna be much differential at the weights, much more differential. Um, because Callum Hutchinson, who's been put right, is able to claim an extra five pounds. So, for what was less than the length between them, there's gonna be ten pound, at least ten pounds in the weights, and you're hired finished fourth in this race last year uh, at a big price. And he just seems to love Newmarket. It's one of his favourite tracks. He's got a good record at the track. He won there last year as well in another Sorry race. for interrupting here, but just on the jockey booking as well, I think that's a straight jockey booking. And ever I've seen him ride, he looks quite sharp, you know? He doesn't look like a £7 claimer, you know? No, exactly. He's the son of Wayne Hutchinson, who yep. was a good um, jumps jockey for associated Alan, with Alan King. Yeah. Alan King, you know, and he and he's done all right, you know, since he's come over. He, and he was actually booked on this horse at the beginning of the week, so it's obviously been a a plan to come back to this race. He doesn't fit the trend of the profile of this race. Normally, it's like a sexy group horse that wins this race. We had Lord North a couple of years ago. He's now a Group One winner. He was well back that day. That's why people have gone for Uncle Bryn. And it's interesting that Frankie's not booked on him either, um, which is really interesting. Everybody thought that Frankie was going to be booked. But yeah, you're hired. He, I think he'll definitely run a big race. And I'll just give a shout out for Naval Commander as well, at a big price. Um, Robin Brisland have an excellent season. He's drawn on the right part of the track. He likes to be handy. Not too many horses always come up from off the pace in this race. Majestic Dawn had it all his way last year up the stand side rail. And... Um, I think it could be one of those kind of cases again. And uh, yeah, I think I think uh, the favourites could be vulnerable at the top of the market. For sure. So that's all three within a greens then with your hired, with Mark also giving a nod to Zosimus and Chris giving a nod to Naval Commander. So we'll skip across now to Haydock where we're looking at the 205 Betway Handicap. It's a class two race with seven runners. Chris, who are you looking at here? Yeah, I thought United front for Josie Gordon, Mick Appleby could be the way to play here. Made a really encouraging return last time out in a small runner race at Yarmouth. That was a good run that day. Runs off the same mark here of 93. Um, I think he might be able to strip further for that run as well. And yeah, I just think there's a lot more 
So Carmel, I think he'll be suited by the nature of Haydock. Um, yeah, I just think he's got a really good chance in this race and has been overlooked. I just think Noble Dynasty, even though it's easy to see why, I'm, I'm not sure he's actually achieved that that much there in in that handicap at first last time. He beat some uh, useful rivals, but that form has been knocked uh, a couple of times this week. Uh, I just think uh, I just think the market's got it wrong there, and I think uh, United Front will go very close actually in that race. Uh, Haylock quite sweet on his chances. First question in the market there, Chris. What are you thinking? Or Mark? We even should wait. Scratch that. Chris is questioning the market there, Mark. What are you thinking about that one? The night I've started already, Jesse. Just a little little plug for uh, for Chris Lorry here, right? Are you siding with United Frank because you had used to have a little crush for Josephine Gordon, Lauder? Maybe back in the day, I wasn't blushing yeah. when we had her on the podcast. You've just been outed on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, so, so it sort of makes sense now, and I'm thinking that you didn't want me to do that podcast there. You just keep her all to yourself. Lucky Lauders. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, back on the racing front, right? I can see the angle with United Front, but I've got a sneaky feeling that Loder was swayed uh, with the jockey booking there. But yeah, I'm quite keen on latest generation. Uh, Simon Crisford, Jack Mitchell, um, only one of two three-year-olds in the race. I think this one's got a decent chance. I'll probably scrapped that that last run at development back on good to firm ground. I think this one, the form behind Guru looks okay, and the form at the new market July course behind Royal Fleet. Um, looks quite sharp um i think off 97 i think this one can be competitive um i'm not sure what price this one is jesse what price this one at the moment latest generation is currently 12 to 1 on the betfair sportsbook yeah yeah unfortunately there's, there's only um seven runners but um if you can get maybe about five to two in the additional place mark at 11 to 4 that's my sort of bet um i can see this one bouncing back being on the better better surface i swear i can probably see this race unfolding Perfect. So that's Mark then with Latest Generation and Chris with United Front. Finally, now over to the last race that we'll be looking at here is the 240 Heeder Hunch at Betway Handicap. It's a class two race with 10 runners. Mark, back to you. Who are you looking at here? Um, potentially another outsider here. I'm quite keen on number five, Premier Power, uh, Roger Varian. David, David Egan. This, the stable is, is starting to come back to a little bit of form. They had a nice, nice winner today at Newmarket. Went off around 14 to 1. It was very weak on the exchange. I mean, they're operating at 29% strike rate at the moment. Um, I think the, the form behind Hurricane Ivor, um, beating three lengths, I think that's a decent piece of form. Um, again, back on a, a better surface. I think you can see an improved run. The form on the Newmarket July course behind Great Ambassador looks like a decent bit of form. It was mostly campaigned on the all weather. But I think this one can be competitive of ninety five. Got dropped three pound um, for that for that last run, which pretty sure it was three pound or was it two pound? It was dropped three pound for that last run behind Hurricane Ivor. I think I think the handicapper's taking a chance here. Um, I think Premier Power looks a decent each way. But well, what price is he at the moment, Jesse? He's five to one. Five to one. Unfortunately, someone else has noticed that as well. And um, I was hoping for a, a bigger price. Um, but yeah, that, that would be my idea um, how to play this race, Premier Power. What about you, Chris? Who are you looking at here? I'm going with complete outsider of the field, Mockatiel for PJ McDonald and Ian Williams. It's a bit of a strange horse, this one. He either he's either really on it or he's frozen an absolute stinker. But his best form seems to come when he's um, pitched at five furlongs. I think even though he can get six furlongs, he's a better horse at five furlongs in a really strong, strongly run race. And he's going to get that here, I think. Uh, plenty of pace on. Um, 
is now one pound above his last win in Mark. Uh, his last win came at Musselburgh back in August when he was running over five furlongs. His last three attempts been at six, back to five here. Um, won the Epsom Dash as well earlier this year, which again was over five furlongs. Seventh at Royal Ascot, over five furlongs. He's just, I think, much better at this trip, and I think that's the key to him. Um, and I, I think he'll go very close, actually. Um, I really like his chances, and I don't think he should be the price he is. But like I said, he's one of those horses that's really on it, or he's he's miles off. So Mockatiel for me, uh, an each way bet there. I think he's got a crack in shout. Yeah, not bad odds either way. So that's Mark with Premier Power and Chris with Mockatiel. So now to the last part of the podcast, which would be any other bets. Who are we looking outside of the races that we've looked at here, lads? Okay, Loder's favourite part. He's got the floor. Well, I'm actually all quiet this week. Um, I don't have any extra tips because it's not that I haven't had time to look, but I just didn't fancy much this weekend outside the races that we've already covered. So, yeah, short and sweet. I had to probably pick a nap from all of those apart from your hired quite sweet on uh, United Front. I've been uh, talking to Josie G, obviously, and that's what's persuaded me around. So United Front would be my best bet away from my fancy on your hired. Are you are you bluffing, Chris? Yeah, probably. Don't let the girlfriend hear. <laughs> I just hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How about you, Marky? You also was quiet, or? I don't actually have any any other bets. I, I think the nap of the weekend, sacred sacred bridge. I think she's going to be unstoppable, mate. I think she comes out the stall. She wins. One to take note of, considering Mark's uh, rates over the last couple of weeks. Two first places, one second place. I've been in good form, Jesse. Like you, you know, I'm in good form. So really, that's self self described good form. I'll just say. Yeah. And I hope everybody else has done very well out of it as well. Um, thanks very much for um our listeners for tuning in again. Hopefully the guys have tipped up some winners for you. And if you've enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Music. Hopefully we'll catch you again next week. Oh, <laughs>